Danger came to Jerry Howard in the middle of a clear and languorous summer afternoon. It came without warning, and it came by the hand of a friend. He was in his workshop, happily titling a book, surrounded by tweezers and tools, by punches and gold leaf and the sweet smell of leather and glue. If he raised his head, he could look through the double doors into his library, and beyond that, through the big windows, watch the passers-by going up and down the sun-warmed cobbles of Fisherman's Walk. On the far side of the walk sat seagulls, posed and preening on the rail. And where else could one find blue seagulls? Beyond the rail, in turn, the harbor shone like glass below a porcelain sky and a breeze as gentle as a maiden's first kiss. Nowhere, he would have said, could he be more content or secure. Scar? He aimed a careful L. Ashamed to be indoors, yet he was long overdue for some work time. That morning he had gone fishing with Father Julius, plodding through wet grass and drippy willows and carefully laying invitations to suicide on the trout pools. Scarlet? He reached for pee. Nor had he worked the day before, spending it in a hilarious grape-tramping spree with newlyweds Pietro and Maria and a dozen mutual friends, ending the evening around a roaring bonfire with them, and especially with Juanita, and, much to their mutual surprise, taking Juanita home to bed. Peh? What the hell's X in the M slot? So now he must work, for he had enough old books on hand needing rebinding to keep him busy for the rest of this day and all tomorrow. And there, perhaps, lay a tiny needle of discontent in his haystack of happiness. Tomorrow would see the start of Tig's boar hunt. He had been invited. He had been very tempted to join, until he had discovered by accident that Killer was in on the plan as well, and very probably the instigator. Any affair in which Killer had a part was certain to be as dangerous, uncomfortable, rowdy, prolonged, and immoderate as possible. There would be unending marches across impossible terrain, and bloody battles with inadequate weapons against ferocious, man-crunching animals. Lions were by no means impossible if Killer had anything to do with it. There would be sleeping in snow or quagmires, probably during blizzards. There would certainly be juvenile practical joking and hazing, as well as wild orgies of one sort or another, and it would be unprecedented if the party returned intact with all its members uninjured. Indeed, Killer would regard the outing as a failure if that happened. Him? In his own opinion, Jerry Howard had long ago proved that he was capable of holding his own in such macho insanities and did not need to keep on proving it at great risk to his physical well-being. Unlike Killer, he did not actually enjoy the process, so he had firmly declined the invitation. Very sensible. P again. Juanita was another problem, another tiny prickle in the haystack. No, not Juanita herself. Their brief affair had ended long ago, and last night's rematch had been entirely satisfactory for both. But it had been a one-night stand and he disapproved of one-night stands. Why, he wondered, could he not, like Pietro, form a lasting relationship with a woman and settle down to the married bliss which should be the lot of any well-adjusted man? But was he well-adjusted? Be honest. Was he not secretly regretting the boar hunt? Was he possibly very slightly bored? Then he saw that he had been staring, unseeing, at the Scarlet Pimp, which suggested the amusing thought of shelving the book with the partial title and watching to see who took it down. 
Before he could suppress the temptation, the outer door of the library opened to admit a friend. Gervas had been one of Benjamin Franklin's Parisian cronies and much resembled him. Their generation had believed that obesity was the best indicator of the leisured life of a gentleman. Thus, he entered a room stomach first and supported himself on a carved oak staff. He was, of course, in perfect health, strong as a smallish mule, cured now of the gout and stone which had tortured him in Franklin's day, and had probably formed the subject of many of their conversations.